You're listening to the MaritimeGardening.com podcast, episode 74. Brought to you by... <laughs> Damn it, I have to say brought to you by because I got sponsors. Right, now, so can, you, can you input that uh, after the fact or do you want to just do it all I'll right get now? you to say. All you're going to say is brought to you by Bessie Seeds and Safer's Gardening Products. I'll do it right now. Brought to you by Vessi Seeds and Safer's Gardening Products. Oh my god, you got to make me edit that. Why? Once more from the top. Oh, okay. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> you got to edit this trick. You don't want a piece of <laughs> Okay, all right. All right, here we go. <laughs> I forgot how much fun this was. <laughs> you're listening to the MaritimeGardening.com podcast, episode 74. Brought to you by Vessi Seeds and Safer's Gardening Products. Hey, it's uh, Dave Doggett. A blast from the past. Folks, we have brought back Dave Doggett to co-host the last episode of Season 3 of the Maritime Gardening Podcast. Hey, man. uh, How you doing, Dave? I'm doing fine. It's been a while. It's been a long while, actually, and, uh, you know... You've got you've had the training wheels off for a while, and you're just flying down the street. Well, well, I don't think we were chipping away at it. Um, <laughs> yeah, and Dave yeah. is still in, in Dave is still involved in the show. Dave's sort of like the the back the back end of the show, I guess. The the arse end of the show is well, what you're saying. maybe the wheelhouse, <laughs> the engineering room. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, it's been fun to. To see how you know how things have been progressing, and uh, yeah, I'm kind of behind the scenes, still teching it up with messing with audio files. Although Greg's been doing an amazing job editing, and um, you got to be exhausted though. The uh, it depends on the week, it depends on what's <laughs> going on, and so on. Uh, yeah. You know, and and well, it's just been a, a huge learning curve. Um, when we started this show, you know, the whole idea was just get the audio podcast going and it, and it worked. I mean, you know, um, you know, it worked to a point and then well, considering we started from nothing, from nowhere, nothing, not like I know. started off being a famous person. No, exactly. You're being, uh, nobody. <laughs> no, I, am. Really, I, I remember, I remember us talking about that, um, you know, where, you know, the idea that, you know, eventually, you know, I, 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 I had that strong suspicion, you know, from the first time that we, uh, we, we conversed on the telephone that this could work, there could be something here. And, you know, you, you seem to have the knowledge and, and you're not afraid to uh, put it out there. And um, not afraid to look like an idiot. Well, hey, <laughs> you know, what? hey, it's the land of reality TV, right? So exactly. I just need to people, have a people love watching watching everybody in any state so you know so the audio you know we got it to a point um you know and uh i get busy with some other stuff at the same time just to clarify for listeners gardening was never my thing um (laughs) uh, you know it it truly wasn't the the whole gardening angle came from it was a spawn of an i of a of a proven um website model years ago that worked for fishing and hunting and it proved not to work in that environment because it wasn't my passion personally so then when you called 
and basically that other website had gone virtually offline, um, it was a perfect scenario. And I was like, man, we should do a podcast. And, uh, you know, you do, you, you're used to teaching and uh, it seemed good. And then, you know, so that went well. And then, you know, I kind of burned out um, because it, it wasn't my passion and I had other things to do. And, and you were able to keep it going. And not only that, then you introduced, started introducing some videos. You've probably learned if you're producing a video, I mean, there's a lot more work goes into that. You have to be ready for the camera. You have to uh, do video editing. And uh, I mean, I, I don't have to tell you now, you've done enough of them. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if the, um, I would be on the fence. The podcast really? takes a while. Yeah. I, well, part of it is that a, a podcast is uh, uh, half an hour or more. That's true. Uh, the sometimes and I tend to talk forever. So sometimes yeah. I'll, I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, this is the last episode of the season. Um, I did an episode with Robert Pavlis. Uh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> he's a, uh, I mean, most writers are, you know, kind of people that, uh, I, I guess they spend a lot of time on their own. Right. Um, so I think they like being on their own and, and sure. maybe, maybe talking is a bit of a chore. Mm -hmm. So, um, and Robert's got this sort of interesting upper Canadian accent. Anyway, right. uh, after we hung up, uh, <laughs> after we hung up, uh, I was still trying to save the recording. Right. And so I see it was okay. Bye. Have a good night. Good night. And uh, I was hitting the record button. I didn't say stop recording. Like I was hitting um, the save button. Right. I could yeah. hear him taking his headset off and I heard him from a distance. So his headset was down saying, God, that guy can talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I wouldn't shut up and get off the phone. Right? <laughs> well, <laughs> he's a big know. sigh too. Like, ah, oh, God, that guy can talk. <laughs> yeah, see, I know, I know to stop the recording when I used to say that about you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, and it's true. You know, it's a, it's a challenging scenario because you know, like, especially where it's it, it was more of a passion of yours than mine, so I wouldn't always know when to interrupt. And you know, I mean, we had a few episodes that I know went well over an hour. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we had, we had recordings where you and I were talking for 20, 30 minutes beforehand. And then the same thing afterwards, we killed two hours easy. Oh, and if only uh, we could have saved all the, uh, Dave oh, and I, some, after every episode, we just yeah. cuss and swear for about 20 A minutes. <laughs> after the, after the <laughs> podcast.com or something. Yeah, it, it's true. Cause yeah, you know, we had a lot of good laughs. Not, not always uh, air friendly. But, no, no, not. But, <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so well, that's funny that you heard him say that. Um, and uh, I'm sure, you know, you'll have some other stuff happen. Like, but you do. I mean, you, you, you enjoy talking about the subject, which is why people listen to you and why people watch you. That's you right. Know, so people, I don't, I don't know, like, uh, yeah, I would say the, the uh, one, I, I put more time and energy into one podcast than I do one video, except for once in a while, I'll do a video where I hate, I hate having to do this. Um, it's really windy outside and right. I just cannot just cause of the way the kind of gear I oh, have. Right. Yeah. Um, I can't record myself when I'm outside. Mm -hmm. um, so I, do you remember what the old like red green show where they would do? It, 
I was just gonna say, you, it you know what? There might be something to that. Maybe you should do more of that. I've often thought of getting music that sounds like that and using like kind of what's that? What's that? Um, yeah. What's that name for like old looking film sepia or something like that? Yeah, Is yeah, it? yeah. Sepia yeah. A filter. Sepia right. filter. I can help I, you with that. I can do that. I know how to do it. Oh, so of course uh, you do. You can do everything now. <laughs> I, know to, I know how to do like eight things. Um, <laughs> That's the eight things yeah. I need to know how to do. Yeah. Uh, I did a video where I was showing footage from a previous video and I wanted to make it look right. old. So I did like the the old uh, Bigfoot you know, recording. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, so, uh, uh, I, I think it works, you know, by time. And like you say, sometimes you have to do it, right? So those videos where I have to do a voiceover, I mean, I have to edit the whole video and then sort of think about what to say. And then I have to do a voiceover with the whole video. And you have to constantly redo it because you talk too long or because you have to finish talking about something at some point. Yeah. And um, those take a while. But anyway, and not and the whole point of this isn't to, to be moaned no, no. like that. But um, I just was, I guess our, our idea, our concept for this particular episode is to uh, just uh, reminisce over the season and past times mm -hmm. uh, thank the viewers and so on and just give you guys yeah. a bit of a sense of the uh, the making of and, and that sort of thing and then talk about where things have gone and where things are going and that sort of stuff. I mean, Dave was yeah. talking about the the growth of the YouTube channel. I've got, uh, last time I checked, I had over six, I think I've got almost 6,500 subscribers now. Awesome. Um, and uh, whereas around this time last year, or well, I guess as of the end of 2017, mm -hmm. I had 2,000 subscribers. Yeah. It's phenomenal. And the views around, you know, January last year, end of December, it would have been 139, 100, almost 140,000 views. Mm -hmm. And now I'm, I'm over 700,000 views. Yeah. Um, so it's it's done. And I mean, I, I, I can only really thank the people that that tune in and, and watch. And of course, the the podcast listeners are the beginning of everything. Sure. Um, so I'm very um, loyal to them, and yes, the podcasts are uh, they're labor intensive to to produce. But that's the other thing, you know. I don't really mind if if you comment and stuff like that. I mean, the main thing is you're downloading the episodes and you're listening. And when people when they have questions, that's great. Um, I, I don't need to have everybody tell me that they think I'm great all the time. That's that's not a big deal. It's, it's, if you're downloading, I'm happy. <laughs> if you're watching it, I'm happy. That, that helps me. Uh, yeah. convince uh, sponsors like Vessies uh, to make it all possible. It costs right. cost some money to make this happen. And, and luckily I'm, I'm able to find sponsors to make it happen. And, and mm -hmm. I'm only able to find sponsors because I've got downloads. <laughs> there is no downloads. Exactly. They wouldn't want anything to do with me. Um, so yeah, it's, it's done really well. And, yeah. you know, I also think that the, uh, the kind of person that's uh, drawn to a podcast um, you know, they, they want to listen for half an hour. They want to listen for 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. and it, it also gives me that op, that that outlet because, you know, I'm always trying to shorten my YouTube videos. That's true. That's a good point. And one of the main comments people will say is, boy, you talk too much or that was too long for that. You know, yeah. uh, almost, almost no views on their YouTube channels are telling yeah. me what to do. Yeah, exactly. Why did you have to talk so much? Well, that's, that's kind of what I do, man. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a mime, you know, what am I supposed to mime every anyway, so. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, but that is a good point that you made about, 
you know, that you have an outlet to, to speak longer about a certain topic because otherwise your alternative is writing a, a, an article that people don't read anymore. People um, really don't read anymore. They don't. They truly don't. I mean, it's sad, but that's the world we live in. I, and, I just like, you know, the guest I had last week, um, Lee Reich, uh, yeah. he sent me another book. It's called, um, it's upstairs right now. I wish I could recall the name. It's, it's something like Gardening Without Tilling or, yeah. you know, No Weed Gardening, something like yes. that. Um, I'll, I'll put the name of the book in the show notes mm-hmm. today. Um, yeah. He published that in 2001. And it's it's a great book. It's nice and short. It's easy to read. It's a very good. I was just reading through it this evening. Mm-hmm. And when I think about the, the traction that the Back to Eden Garden film got, right, which right. is uh, millions of views, millions yeah. of views, worldwide, right? It's an hour mm-hmm. long, and it just shows this guy out in his garden talking about how he does no-till gardening. Mm-hmm. And Lee's book would have came out 10 years before that. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Maybe he sold a million copies. I don't know. But, like, you know, I don't know that it's it got the um, – attraction right you go on facebook there's a back to eden garden group there's back to eden this back right. to eden that um like it just got an incredible traction because as you, as you say people don't want to read they want to just watch you know and it's uh yeah there's you know there is something when you read a book by someone you're you're basically it, it's far more personal um sure you know, like i feel like reading lee's book like he really does in a lot of ways is one thing i notice um he often says, and it's something, this is how you connect with people because there's a lot of things you can't say in a video because you got to keep it short, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But he's always saying that he likes to do something a certain way because it's quiet. He likes to use a scythe as, as instead of a weed whacker. Yeah, it's quiet. Right. And he was right. talking about some other thing. He likes using a, an edger as opposed to a, a machine to do it because it's quiet. Right, quiet. And there's a lot of manual tools that I like to use uh, in my on my property and in my garden uh, mm-hmm. Even they might be a fraction of the speed, but they're like there's times I'll actually go and use hand clippers to do my edging instead of a weed whacker. Right, right, yeah, that, that makes sense. Takes way longer, and you got to get yeah. down on your hands and knees. Um, yeah. But it's quiet, and sometimes I just want that sort of. I've talked sure. about some videos before the meditative experience when I'm outside in my garden, and mm-hmm. you just cannot, you cannot achieve a, um, you can't achieve a meditative experience with a weed whacker. You know, no, two-stroke engine right next to your head. No, you can't. There's no way. There's no way. Yeah. No, that's a good point. But somebody like Lee might want to consider doing an audiobook version. Yes. Uh, just, well, just sometimes you want to see. You do like he's got diagrams. Well, yeah. If you want to see. see, that's one thing, right? He's got You're videos. Probably... If you guys uh, YouTube him, he's got. If you look, look for him on YouTube. He's got. He's got yeah. good videos, and actually, in many ways, they're. They're higher. Someone's filming them. It's not just like a guy with a tripod like me. <laughs> they're, they're better. <laughs> just some guy. Hey, look at me. Um, yeah, is the videos are, are much higher quality than than mine. I've just got more. Let's <laughs> just make. Yeah, but I mean, you're, yeah. Uh, anytime I go, I go. I try to go up my garden every weekend and make a make a make a film. Of, if whatever I'm doing that weekend, if it's have if it's something I haven't made a video about before. I can come at something from a different angle that I haven't. Yeah. Uh, I'll make awesome. a video unless it's too windy or, you know, uh, right. this weekend it rained all weekend and uh, I yeah. thought of doing a cooking video, but then I just changed right. my mind. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, Greg needs a break too. So <laughs> tell us, tell. I guess we we should put some gardening related content in uh so how was the season this season compared to other seasons overall um uh, do you mean in terms of the the podcast or in terms of the... oh no sorry to clarify your garden oh the garden well yeah. this this year was uh uh i would say this was the best garden i ever had um, awesome in my life i I don't know if it was the best growing season because it, it didn't start till very, very late. Right? We had frost right until like almost late June. Yeah, we did. Um, but I think my I think my garden itself, um, the soil has improved. Um, also, I've just got more of it, so more more space cultivated than previous years. I'm, I'm continuing to get more. I get more out of it because I'm you know the soil is better and I get better at gardening. But also, I've just I've made the space more productive. I found ways to get more out of that space. Mm -hmm. uh, I had good like you know we had relative really didn't have to water it all summer long it took care of itself um yeah. i have to give some credit to vesi seeds i mean i used uh, uh, you know seeds from a seed provider that that chooses varieties and tests varieties for their uh ability to grow well here under these kind of in this part of the world mm -hmm. and <clears throat> they test everything on their 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 call a research farm they have a name for this facility i was supposed to go there this summer and make all kinds of videos there with them oh cool but uh when, when i initially um connected with vesi seeds that would have been last around this time last year right um mm -hmm. i was a part-time professor at a university and i had a, a lot of flexible time right and not a lot of money because part-time professors yeah. don't make much <laughs> yeah. and uh i sort of just i just you know i'm, I'm in my mid-40s i uh, uh i just decided to go really hard at trying to get a more substantial job and i, I got a, a job uh working for the provincial government here so so i went from being a guy that worked two days a week to to a guy that works five days a week <laughs> at, a, at a fairly high high profile job so yeah um you know it's um, so keep that in mind everybody that's listening dude's been producing uh the show and videos and everything in the side on the side of of uh of doing that and that's that's quite something so do you still have a family that's right well, well and more <laughs> importantly to that point i mean I, i've been able to maintain that garden with all of that activity right doing the podcast yeah. doing all this sort of stuff and working Phenomenal. full time and i mean I, I drive about you know i have about a 45 minute commute each way so an hour and a half of driving you know so i'm basically gone 10 hours a day five days a week and uh i was able to maintain that garden with all of that so that speaks to the argument that if you adopt a sort of no-till permaculture yep. approach uh, you really you know if you have a, and I, I have a I have a wife um and i have mm -hmm. got two two young children um, my son is 10 and my daughter's eight mm -hmm. so uh you know you can't ignore them or they grow up to be monsters uh, yeah. <laughs> i know <laughs> that's why i'm in jail now <laughs> uh, who knows <laughs> you see now they're starting to get a taste of what happens when we hit stop record exactly yeah. Um, uh, but yeah no you do you have a you have a family and a young family yeah so it's it's for people that you know are contemplating going a little bigger or whatever it's it's all 
the more you do it, the more you find that it's, it's just becomes, it doesn't become harder, it becomes easier. The only, the only time of the year I'm challenged by my garden is in the fall when I'm picking stuff. That is the only time when I feel like, oh, I can't wait for this to be over. Like, right towards the end of it, because it was like there was like a one month period there where I was making pickles every two days for like two months. Pickle man. Yeah, or maybe every three days. Right, it was just I was drained. Um, Get some pickles for me. You got an insane amount of them. I'm not. Oh, you gotta you gotta come here to get them. If you come here, yeah, yeah. You come here, you can have. Them. <laughs> I had to get, I had to bury some, and then I, I realized my next door neighbor had to, it's got one of those like extra fridges in their basement, so I asked right. them if I could put all my pickles in their other fridge and, <laughs> and, and trade them a big, uh, I gave them a gallon of pickles for that gallon. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So, but other than that, it's you know this time of year it's nice again. I mean, I still have things growing in the garden, and I still got. Uh, a number of projects on the go. I started re re redoing revamping uh, a huge portion of the garden right now because yeah. uh, one one part of my garden went totally to hell uh, this summer. So uh, uh, I've looked at, done a lot of staring at it, and I I came up with a plan to redo it and actually be, make it even more productive and so on and so forth. That, that's a beauty cool. for me. That's what I like about this, you know, scheming and planning and coming up with. Yeah. Um, you know, new ideas and so on. I think you've done a few episodes talking to that effect. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, that's the great part of it. But yeah, so I had a, I had a really good season this year and um, I'm really, you know, the season has just ended and I can't wait to get planting next year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come up with ideas and I want to try, I've, 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 uh, save, uh, Vessi seeds is re-upped uh, for next year. Mm-hmm. which means not only do I get some money from them, but I'm also get to order new seeds from them. Mm-hmm. Um, so certain seeds I'm going to order again and certain ones I'm going to try different ones because I wasn't, wasn't particularly happy with the variety. So yeah. well, I'll certainly do an episode of that probably in February talking about what I'm going to yeah. try this year. That's always a good thing to talk about. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So have you, so with all the social media, um, you know, increasing or your audience building you have to have had some some pretty interesting comments yeah well i'd say in general like 99 percent of of the comments that i get on all platforms is it's love it's all yeah i I see that too yeah yeah it's all just thank you thank you thank you great stuff right um all the podcast i'm not just saying this because this is a podcast but the podcast as a general uh there might be one negative they're they're all positive they're all polite and they're all usually very well informed um like they're very specific questions about specific things um the youtube comments tend to be uh polite for the most part because um, mm-hmm. everybody's got their own channel. They don't want you to go on their channel and trash them. Exactly. exactly. Um, not always, but I mean, for the most no. part. Uh, but you never know with that. But the most rude and the most crazy <laughs> comments by a landslider on Facebook. They're all over the place. Facebook is like, uh, it's, a, it's a pretty rough neighborhood. I mean, again, the majority of this of stuff is yeah. great. And then people are just asking you for questions and they want to know more and they're thanking you and that sort of stuff. Yes. But uh, also, um, it's it's all over the place. And um, 
certain kind of comments uh, really throw me. Um, I don't know if it's my academic background. I mean, you have a background like that. Like if if you get a bunch of professors together, all all they do is debate, right? And right. not in a not in they're not angry. They're not fighting. It's just someone says something that doesn't jive with your understanding, your knowledge base. Right. Like well, I don't know about that. What what about this? What about that? Yeah. And they'll tend to toss the idea around until um, they agree, or mm -hmm. they agree that. They'll either agree that one of them's right, or they'll agree they need more that neither of them know, and they need more right. information. It tends mm -hmm. to work that way. Um, you try that on Facebook, and you're going to have a lot of people hating. You, know? oh, <laughs> you just basically tell someone they're wrong and, and give them a bunch of reasons why. And, uh, you've <laughs> just much what you know, happened. Yeah. yeah, you're just in, you just made yourself an enemy. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But for some reason, you know, bizarre comments that make no sense are they're like catnip for me I, I i have the hardest time just leaving them alone and just like what you should do is say something like oh okay cool <laughs> yeah well yeah i remember when i had had discussion forums and and i was the center of a lot of discussions and attacks and Oh yeah, that, so for those yeah. that don't know, Dave Dave ran like this this great, um, um, and that's how I found found Dave. He used to run this thing called the was it NovaScotiaFishing.com, which still exists. Yeah, it still exists. It's just not not as busy as it was years ago before Facebook. But yeah, that's right. Before Facebook, if if you were an angler in Nova Scotia, and you wanted to know anything, that was where you went. Everybody I knew, I'm not just saying this to, to, yeah. to boost Dave up. Dave created that thing out of nothing, and that was the place you went. And it was just, if you want to know if the smelts are running, you go there. If the mac Are the mackerel here? Are they there? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, what's, are the trout biting? You know, mm -hmm. uh, no, it's still too cold. Or, you know, people would say, I got some today. Or where were you? Some people would tell you. But I mean, that was the place, you, or people would, you know, where do you buy this? Where do you buy that? Or, or whatever on the hunting ones, they would, um, there was even like, I think you had a, a thing called, a thread called legalese. Am I allowed to do this? Am I allowed to shoot that? <laughs> right. Yeah, same, thing exactly. with fish, same thing with the fishing. There'd be like yeah. people trying to understand like, okay, I can fish this, but I can't fish that. I don't understand this rule. And then they debate about it and so on and so forth. Yeah. It's just a great, um, a great resource. But I, re I seem to recall in the fishing one, your 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 biggest thing was the catch and release people and the catch and eat people. Yes, it was like uh, yeah. Palestine and Israel. <laughs> well, you know, you know what it is, and there was hunting site issues too. But I, not being a hunt, sorry, not being a hunter, much of a hunter myself, I had moderators that were subject matter experts, and they kind of took care of that. But on the fishing side of things, yes, it, and I had, I remember, I was at a point where I had to make a decision. Either I'm going to allow, um, anyway, and people listening may agree, not agree. You know what? It doesn't even matter anymore because uh, I've stepped out of that arena. You but, sold it. Yeah, I, yeah. It was, it, they, those sites were acquired by another company, and, and they are still running. The sites are still running. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's still people on there all the time. It's just um, I don't have my hands in the in – the, uh, in the equation anymore but yeah there was a point where i had to make a decision am i going to try and please um 
the people who are hardcore catch and release, or which I was one of them, I will admit. Mm. Uh, and I know even you and I are not alike in that area, which is totally fine. Right. Uh, and then, and then, or am I going to allow pictures uh, of slaughtered fish in any condition virtually to go? And so it was a very, uh, in fact, it was at a point where I considered shutting down the site because there was so much flack I was getting. And, and at that point, I really didn't have much of a, an income coming from them. So, right. yeah, I made a decision. I stuck with it. Um, you know, it disappointed some people. It uh, satisfied a lot of people. And uh, and I just rolled with it. And I had to take the punches from there on out. And um, there were a lot of them. Uh, and it was, you know, there were times where I would go fishing for a few days and I came back. I remember one particular case and um, somebody had started a, you know, a, a flame war, we called them. And yeah, flame war. <laughs> I, yeah. And I was very much, I was relaxed. I'd gone to Cape Breton. I'd gone salmon fishing. I came home. Everything was great. Everything was not great. I got home and I was just so irritated that I had been able to get away from this and I come back and I'm thrown into this fire and I got mouthy. Um, I should have walked away for, you mm -hmm. know, for the remainder, remainder of the day. And uh, my wife has told me many times, just, you know, don't react right away. Just take some time, think about it. But no, yeah. I got on the keyboard and um, anyway, it did not end well uh, for anyone. <laughs> And, and so, you know, those things happen and they do. And Facebook, it surprises me on Facebook because people are putting their name there, you know, oh, yeah. because when I had these sites, you could hide behind a username. That's right. Uh, you could have Fred Flintstone or sexy yeah, girl. And, and <laughs> hardly anybody used their real name. And right. So I didn't know who was doing what. And, uh, and um, uh, so, yeah, with Facebook, I'm surprised that some people are so vocal because that's there, you know, that's not going away, that discussion and their, their input. So, you know, what kind of surprises have you run into as far as the odd, crazy comment? I mean, what are people, what are people um, concerned about? Uh, well, what, what gets interesting is when you're in the, um, in the, the, the groups, right? Yeah. Because it's a group that okay, we're all about this thing, and and so it's great because if you if you rub someone the wrong way, you usually rub like fifty thousand people the wrong way. Oh yeah, <laughs> so they, they're all on the same page. They, the reason they created that group is because they can't stand everybody else, and and mm -hmm. they, they don't want to deal with they they have a certain way they want to do things and a certain morality right. or whatever, right. a certain code of ethics or whatever. Um, just one I, I noticed the other day was. Um, vegan making the comment uh, that they were wondering like how they could uh, amend their soil without using manure mm. this manure is an animal product that it is and it's like well just you're a vegan but <laughs> your plants don't care it's not meat no. horse, horse manure isn't meat <laughs> Like your plants aren't eating horse meat. <laughs> horse manure is vegetables that went through a horse. It was this crazy. Is not a, 
This is not a substance that you put a horse in a wood chipper and spray it on your garden. <laughs> Which would probably do a lot of good. That would, <laughs> the garden would love that. Like, this not is... for the horse, but everyone, everything else. <laughs> oh, it'd be, bad. it'd be a tough day for the horse. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that would like, because blood meal is yeah. incredible. I mean, oh, yeah, you're right. There you go. Hey, a new product opportunity. A lot of nitrogen in a blended up horse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Here we go again. Uh, horses die. You know? <laughs> well, you know, hey, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, they reminds me of, you know, being at the Aylesford Zoo. And I mean, when it's feeding time for the lions, they're not throwing a live animal in there. They're, they're, they're getting animals from the farmers nearby. The animals have passed away naturally, right? So right, yeah, the chickens are like yeah. to death. Yeah. Without getting too deep into that, yeah, that seems a bit extreme. But I mean, what would you do for a substitute? Well, I mean, you can, you know, if you put any material on the soil and let it rot. I mean, yeah. there's, there, there's all kinds of. I mean, it, it's such a Look, don't get me wrong. I have the utmost respect for vegans, and I honestly sure. think if we're going to sustain the human population on this planet, yeah. uh, either a lot of us are going to die, or we're all going to become vegan. Um, right. Because it's it's just uns if you if you look at the numbers, it's it's, it's very it's unsustainable the way we feed ourselves. Yeah. Um. You know, you get you get a, you take a forest, you cut it down, you grow some grass, you grow, you know, you 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 grow some cows, you kill the cows, and then you eat the cows and it's uh mm. and if you were growing veg plant matter on that same piece of land you'd get a lot more calorie right. value out of the land sort of thing right. so this this uh this thing we're doing right now is uh and also if you look back over time the, the amount of meat we eat is insane like if you went back i don't know i remember i thought of doing an episode on this once but i um I just didn't have time to, to research it thoroughly but there's something like if you look at the number of chickens a, a family would eat uh, North mm -hmm. America. I'm, I'm going to use a North American the reference, but the number of chickens a North American family would have eaten, um, you know, a uh, hundred years ago, yeah. it might might be like fifty, fifty a year for a family. Yeah. yeah. And now it's like, you know, two a week. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Three a sure. week. You know, one a meal. You know, sort yeah. of thing. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. Chickens for everyone, right? It's just, it's something, it's a no, number, I, I can't it. remember the numbers, but the numbers are insane. Yeah, no, I, and I get it. And there's a part of me that would like to be vegan, or at least part, you know, more part vegan than I am right now. Yeah. But, but man, when you, when we start talking horses, I get hungry. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's parts of the world where horse is perfectly viable. Um, so I mean, no, I, I mean, yeah, it's a tough one. I'll do respect to vegans, and uh, yes. I think uh, yeah. you know, if I, I'd like to be able to talk my wife into, I'm practically halfway there anyway. Because I'm for the yeah. listeners that don't know, I'm I am completely lactose intolerant. I didn't oh, choose. Yeah. I didn't choose this life. It shows me. <laughs> But uh, I can't have anything. I can't even have most margarines because they, a lot mm. of them have, um, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, they've got milk byproducts. Um, Somewhere in, in there. In the, in the, it doesn't agree with me at all. Um, so uh, it's not a huge, you know, all I got to do is just cut the meat out sort of thing. Well, man, mm. the bacon would be tough. But anyway, yes. all, that, all that said, yeah. and complete respect to vegans, yeah, totally. Your, your garden, if you put a bunch of hay on, on top of your soil as a mulch, mm -hmm. um, or let me put it another way. 
if you take a bunch of grass, let's say you run your grass over with a lawnmower mm -hmm. and throw it in a bucket and fill the bucket up with water and leave it there for two weeks. Yeah. You know what it smells like? It smells like someone took a dump in that bucket. Uh, <laughs> it smells exactly you know what? right. You're, you're exactly right. You are exactly uh -huh. right about that. So it's I guess manure. that would. It's, well, it's, yeah, it is manure sort of thing. But even, mm -hmm. even all that said, I mean, like this whole idea that, and this is the stuff I had to resist the urge to type in there, and I'm, I doubt any mm -hmm. of those people are listening to this anyway, but. I doubt it, yeah. You know, it's not like your plants aren't vegetarians. They're vegetables. Yeah. If, yeah. if you look at what's going, let's say you put a mulch on there. Let's, put, let's say you put some hay or some leaves on there. What's happening in that hay and leaves? There's all these organisms living and dying and killing and eating mm -hmm. each other in a perpetual, you know, there's birds eating the snails, pooping, and there's organisms eating yeah. the poop, and then there's things eating them, and there's things, it's just killing and dying, and it's a whole cycle of killing and dying over and over and over again. All that's going on, and then byproducts of all of that's feeding your vegetables. So, you, yeah. you know, this whole notion of like horse poop being immoral in some way, uh, mm -hmm. I, I couldn't even, like, I, I almost, collapsed uh, <laughs> when I read this thing yeah so you know there's things like that there's 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 permaculture uh, practitioners who give me uh, grief about using uh, BTK which is a natural product it's, it's it's bacteria it's a it's literally a bacteria that exists in the soil yeah it's, it's just being cultivated uh, cultured and sprayed on a plant temporary mm -hmm. breaks down very quickly yeah um, uh, or pyrethrin-based pesticide. I mean, mm -hmm. just because it's called a pesticide, that just means it kills. It just means pest. pest. It's a Latin, pesticide means like killer, murder. It's a pest murdering yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, just because it's called a pesticide doesn't mean it's necessarily a tox toxic chemical that's going to destroy the entire ecosystem. It just yeah. means it's something that kills pests. My thumb is a pesticide. It yeah, kills. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. So it's, it's all a question of what is it? What's the chemical composition? And what does yeah. that chemical become when it goes into contact with your soil? Does it persist? Does it just react with water and air and become other things that are benign? Um, yeah. break, break down into constituent parts. You know, what does it become? Um, but people just see the word pesticide and they freak out, right? Mm. Um, oh, yeah. So uh, there's people yeah, that... Uh, I do some videos where I was... Um, trench mulching and I said trench mulching is when you, you dig a trench in a garden you don't dig the whole garden up you dig a trench and you throw a bunch of um, yeah. compost in there not not sorry not trench mulching trench composting mm -hmm. and uh, this is the sort of thing a lot of people in the Maritimes I mean, my father used to do this sort of thing when he had to limit fishing and we clean all the fish see all these heads and guts and stuff like that and just dig a hole in the garden and throw them in there and put the soil back and the worms would just distribute that. I mean, my dad would uh, rototill the garden every every spring, so yeah, I would do more. But and trench mulching is the same basic principle. You just if you do is using a no-till approach, you, you don't bother rototilling. You just let the worms and different organisms in the soil. Uh, yeah. Anyway, people were like, because if you're a no-till gardener, right? It's like you're digging a hole. You're tilling. You know, if someone mm. sees you move the soil around with a shovel. You're tilling. Mm. And I mean, just because you're a no-till gardener doesn't mean that you've joined uh, a religious order and you're going to be stoned to death for mm. breaking like, a, you know, it's, it's like, it's yeah. just, it's just an approach. Like it's, yeah. 
You're allowed yeah. to move soil around from time to time uh, mm -hmm. if it's convenient. And you're not going to destroy the 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 structure of of the ecosystem in the soil by digging a little trench here. I mean, if you're constantly turning your soil over, yes, you will exhaust your soil, um, and and release a lot of the nitrogen in your soil as well by doing that. So it's not a good mm -hmm. thing to do over and over again. Right. But if, if every five years and on a rotating basis you pick certain gardens where you dig a trench and throw a bunch of stuff in there and put the dirt back on, I mean you're only you're only moving let's say thirty percent of the soil in the bed, so yeah. all the other soil is being left intact, and 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 the part you're moving you're adding all kinds of nutrients to it, so mm. there's going to be a proliferation of life around those nutrients and the soil is going to benefit. Yeah. So it's really not a big guy, you know, big deal. I mean, yeah. you can still call yourself a no-till gardener and do a little trench composting once in a while. It's not a big deal. You're not going to be a fraud. Another thing, this is very recently a guy freaked out about was, uh, I, was uh, I can't remember if it was garlic or potatoes. It's the same thing, basically. Mm -hmm. They were saying, your potatoes are clones. That's bad. Um, not not healthy. Mm-hmm. Like, Dude, all potatoes are clones. <laughs> <laughs> like there, there. Well, yeah. there, there, there is a, a practice in in propagating um, potatoes called uh, I can't remember what the term is. Something like true seed potatoes. Now you oh, go, okay. when you grow a potato, it, it flowers, and sometimes that flower will turn into a, a fruit that looks like a tomato. Mm -hmm. And you can take the seeds out of that tomato and uh, plant them, and you'll get a new potato. Um, but if you have a short growing season, like we do here in Canada, to get that seed to become a potato plant, you have to plant it indoors. I've never done this. This is from what I've read. Mm -hmm. uh, you got you got to transplant it. And you got to do all this. And whatever comes out of that seed, you have no idea what it's going to be. No. It could look like the potato it came from. It could look completely different. It could taste terrible. Right. It could taste better. It could taste worse. It could be. Yeah. Um, it could have no pest resistance. It could, you know, you just don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. Um, so all the potatoes that you buy in the store, they're all clones. And I mean, cloning is a, a completely natural thing in nature. It's it's not natural for a human being to make a clone. Uh, right? No. Just, just because we can't do it. Yeah. Uh, you know, other organisms on the planet can clone themselves. Uh, just about any poplar tree you see is a clone of another poplar tree that, the roots go down, they pop up somewhere else, and that's the same damn tree, right? Cool. There's poplar trees that are practically uh, immortal because they're just really? like, you know, the original tree might have died 200 years ago, but there's a, a clone yeah. of that tree growing a couple hundred feet away, right? Um, yeah. lots, lots of different things clone. Them. When, you, when you save uh, garlic, when you, you, know, you pull the garlic out of the ground, you take some of the cloves and put them back in the ground, that's a clone yeah. of that garlic, right? So take um, that, buddy. Yeah, well, it's just, <laughs> I actually did debate that guy a bit because it was just like, yeah. I don't know what you're, it's not unhealthy at all. I mean, this is just something, potatoes yeah. have two ways and a lot of plants have this, that's why when like the nuclear bomb destroys everything and yeah. all the people die, but there's still plants. Right? Yeah, yeah. If you go to like, uh, yeah. what call it? Uh, uh, Pripyat. Yeah, well, it, it, Chernobyl. Yeah, that I think Pripyat's like the ground zero of that. It's where the okay. reactor was. But in Chern what, what people call Chernobyl, it's teeming with life, teeming with life. Yeah. Um, not a good place to raise a family, but <laughs> you know, but, but it is teeming with plant life and so on. Most plants, 
you know, they've been around a lot longer than us and they've got all these redundancies and a lot of plants can yeah. not only, like we, we can only start ourselves from a seed and yeah. we only make like one seed at a time. It's very, you know, but, you know, but mm. the result is a human being that can make a rocket yeah. chips, right? So right. it's you know, <laughs> that's pretty cool stuff. But, you know, but uh, plants, I mean, they just make thousands of copies of themselves and hopefully something yeah. sticks around after the, after yeah. the typhoon or the earthquake or the volcano or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Plants survive these events that we can't survive unless you're really rich. Yeah. Uh, so, so a lot of them, uh, they, they propagate themselves through seed and through cloning. Um, and, and that's just how they do it, right? There's lots of different yeah. things that do that. And the, the fact that it's a clone doesn't make it unhealthy. It's just, yeah, yeah. It's just ridiculous, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that sort of thing. And I guess my other main pet peeve is, uh, uh, people are always saying it's too much work. I mean, that's something yeah. I come at again and again and again. Yeah, you do. I mean, even I've noticed that you, you know, you keep circling back to that, but yeah. And, and your method really isn't. No. And I mean, like I, I'm, I talk to people all the time at work and neighbors and uh, I mean, you, you've got people telling you something's impossible that mm. you do uh, that you are doing. It would yeah. be like if I could fly down the street by flapping my arms mm -hmm. and everybody was saying, I can't fly. It's too much work. It's like, but I yeah. look at me. I'm flying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can, it's, this is doable. No, yeah. it's too much work. It's you got to flap too hard. It's like, well, yeah. babe, why don't you try? If you, if you tried, yeah. you could actually fly. <laughs> so, well, because that would take time away from scrolling through Facebook. Exactly. Yes. Right. Which is, which is uh, also good for Greg, by the way. So that's good for me. Um, yeah. I guess to follow up on other things I've uh, dropped on the show, um, you know, I'm always talking about. I've, I've dropped hints that I'm writing a book, and uh, I'll yeah. be honest with you, I haven't written one word since I got my job last uh, yeah. last December. Uh, where I, mainly, it's just a question of, you know, I spend. Uh, 40 hours a week at a desk and from from my body's point of view writing a book is work right I mean yeah. I, I enjoy writing and I really want to get back to the book but there's only so much desk time I can take uh, in a week it's not good for my back or my neck or my shoulders or anything um, so it'll uh, happen it'll happen and you know what when it happens you'll have an even bigger audience yeah well I mean uh, I might uh, over the Christmas holidays I might do a little bit of work on it mm -hmm. um, after I've had about three days of no desk and uh, yeah I'm hoping to get a, a bit of take a bit of time off to really I might ask for a couple weeks off in the new year just to you know mm -hmm. sort of the wife and the kids are at work next school and the house is quiet yeah. and I can just you know it's snowing outside and I got the fire going and I can just sounds good put a real uh, real push on it and uh, yeah you know I got to uh, uh, a certain, an idea for this thing and a concept for it. Um, yeah, well, uh, just keep pressing away at it when you can and keep doing what you're doing because it appears to be working. Well, thanks. <laughs> yeah, it is. So I think we're about to wrap up here. I, I want to yeah. thank uh, everybody that's followed me from the beginning and everybody that's joined since then and mm -hmm. everyone that shared my content and it's sort of helped me grow this thing into something that's uh, we're, you know, worth maintaining. And I mean, I, I enjoy it in and of itself, but it does take time and energy. So I can grow my garden without, uh, 
you know, yeah. an audience. <laughs> oh, for sure. I, I enjoy, I enjoy helping people. I enjoy, uh, for me, it's, you know, I, I, the job I have now, I'm basically just uh, sitting at a desk writing stuff and doing spreadsheets all day. So I, I really mm. miss having um, a teaching outlet and it, it gives me that, that creative outlet and an outlet to teach and the sense that I'm helping people. So I enjoy all of that. And oh, I gotta absolutely. say, you know, I don't, I don't speak about this too much, but my two sponsors, Safers and Bessie Seeds, their arrangement with me is completely hands-off, completely. Mm -hmm. Now, a number of years ago, we had a different sponsor and they wanted a much more hands-on arrangement and it mm -hmm. just didn't work. And so mm -hmm. Dave and I had to walk away from money. We lost them and it wasn't Dave's fault. It was my intransigence. I just wouldn't. Well, well, no, no, it was, it just wasn't a good fit. Well, it's a nice way of saying it. I just yeah. wouldn't say that I like stuff that they liked that they wanted me to say I like. That's basically yes. it. They're like, oh, that's essentially what happened. Yeah. Say this is good. I'm like, why? Well, I would never use that thing. Yeah. I would never buy it. So that sort of yeah. thing. You, and they need yeah, and it wasn't it. even like, it wasn't even like, hey, um, just try this product and maybe you'll like it. You already knew you wouldn't like it because you didn't need it. Yeah. Like rock so what, what you were doing. It was, yeah, it wasn't. You know, that's kind of what it came down to because we were kind of like, okay, so just pick a bunch of things that you think you want to try. And it's like, well, I make a shovel out of a stick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, let's try something else. And yeah, so it just, it, uh, these, these guys are definitely a, a much better fit for it's what you're. completely hands like. off. I mean, uh, yeah. and not only that, but the way, the way that, that I, I engage with them, it was the exact opposite of what I imagine most of the time happens. I contacted them and I said, hey, I use your stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I'm happy to say that I use your stuff and use it and have people see me using it. I just want mm -hmm. a little bit of money. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, all the time I get uh, emails from various companies. Now that I have a following and I have a certain number of uh, viewers and so on, I get <laughs> junk being thrown at me all the, you know, here, we'll send you this thing. And we'll give you some money. And I would, I don't want that thing. Only an idiot would buy that. Right. So yeah. I'm constantly turning down money yeah. and, you know, things like that to, uh, to push things like that. Cause it's just not, yeah. you That's know, not you. I, well, I don't feel like I'm any use to anyone if I'm telling them to buy things that I would never buy. Exactly. So that's what I like about these guys. It's, it's completely, you know, the, the things that, that they sell that I use, that's what I talk about. And the things that they sell that I, I don't use, I don't talk about. Right. Uh, and there's plenty of things that they sell that I just haven't even tried. So I don't even know if I yeah. like them or not, but they're not, they're not after me to, uh, um, to try anything. They're just, they're just happy for me to say, I, you know, I like this stuff sort of thing. It's, it's very yeah. hands off and I, I couldn't ask for, I couldn't ask for more. So. Uh, cool, uh, man. No, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's great to see the show, uh, you know, growing all the time and, and, um, who knows what will happen in the coming years, right? So, yeah, who knows? Yeah. Well, but uh, I will likely still be here behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that could be the name of this episode, Behind the Curtain. Behind, yeah, that's actually, yeah, or behind, let's make it uh, make more sense with gardening. What's a large plant that you could like peel away and behind, behind. the bushes, like, you know, that. Uh, Behind the bush. You know that funny thing called between two bushes? Yes, between uh, two ferns. 
Between two ferns. It could be behind, yeah. behind the ferns. Behind the ferns. That's it. Well, it would be yeah. better if I had a really awkward interview with you and kept trying to, like, embarrass you. And That's true. <laughs> for those that we, can, we can make that happen sometime. <laughs> for those that haven't seen it, Between Two Ferns is a it's oh. quirky humor. Check uh, <laughs> it on YouTube. Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. Yes. It anyway, Dave, it's been, well, uh, yeah. been great having you on the show again. And then wrapping up, I couldn't think of a better way to – wrap up yeah. a season then with uh, the uh, original progenitor and that the, there would be no and there would be no i mean basically this whole thing came about there would be no podcast if it wasn't for dave um well, you or you I, I well i mean i, I i'm <laughs> the one doing all the talking and stuff like that yeah. but i wouldn't have just done it on my own yeah. and uh the, the videos um my very the first two videos were actually filmed by a friend of mine who is a um, you know, uh, uh, a professional, professional, he is professional photographer, a professional film editor. Uh, yeah. actually right now he's a professional producer in the film industry. Nice. Uh, I got a guy that w- it would have cost me thousands, thousands. of dollars. And thousands you can know that the first two videos I have, like a, I'm planting garlic and one, and I'm, I'm just preparing a bed. I think you can tell yeah. that a, that I have a cameraman. B, that it's been edited by someone who edits stuff professionally. The, the quality is yeah. better. The sound's better. Yeah. They're the only two video, good videos I ever did. <laughs> no, no. They, they're the only two professionally produced videos that well, you ever That shows a good point. And for those people out there, I don't know what proportion of the audience is like this, but um, you know, those are the two best videos I did in terms of technical skill. They don't mm-hmm. have the most views. I mean, um, no. for anyone thinking of getting into this sort of thing, it's content that drives it. The, the videos that get the most views are videos where you're doing something. And I mean, this is sort of how-to stuff, right? So it's videos mm-hmm. where you're doing something that people want to know how to do. And, yeah. you're, and, and, and you're presenting it in a way that people like to see, like to hear. This is mm-hmm. not like, my, I think my, my top video is a video where I show when to, when to harvest garlic. Yeah, yeah, not exactly. Only, you know, it's yeah. not the only video on YouTube on how to harvest garlic. No, no, but, and this is the thing, and I remember talking to you about this in the early days, you know, it's not, it's not, you don't have to worry about making duplicate content, just do it the way you would do it, and, you know, there are people that will want to see that, and, you know, I could just tell from, you know, the first time we were chatting on the phone that you had a unique, passionate angle to bring to this, and, you know, it, yeah, and, and people people love it. It's just uh, you know more and more people need to find out about it. So if you are listening to this, which you are, if you're <laughs> if you're if you're hearing these words, you're listening. Um, you know, share the if if not share the podcast link. You know, share some of the content. It, you know, it can make a big difference. I mean, you know, you never know. Something could go viral even more than it has been. So you might you might really help uh, help Greg out that way. So yeah. Be great. That would be awesome. It's been fun, Greg. I know we killed at least an hour for these I people. Oh my God! Uh, that is the uh, last. This is the final episode. I don't think I'm going to edit much of this either. I think I'm just gonna... no. Don't bother. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe the horse bit, but uh, no, we'll think about it. Uh, to new, uh, new sound technology this time. My my last couple recordings with. I apologize again to people. The, the recording with uh, Lee Reich. I don't really know what went wrong there, but I changed my recording software and my recording equipment. I don't know if it was his end or my end or whatever, but 
Uh, I apologize to him and uh, I apologize. Um, you know, thanks for tuning in again. <laughs> Bad things happen to good people sometimes. Yes. That's right. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. So, I mean, this is our last episode of the season, but we're going to do, uh, uh, and I'll take a little break uh, for, you know, Jan- December, January, and uh, at some point in February, I haven't decided exactly when, but in February, we'll start back up. Awesome. Uh, good uh, chatting again, Greg, and uh, thanks for listening, everyone, and uh, carry on. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everyone.